Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, July 26. Jaguars training camp day one is in the books. Practice has come and gone. It was a hell of an event out there. Having the fans out there, they were not able to attend in 2022 with the practices being over at Episcopal. You now have the Jaguars' new facility, Miller Electric Center, is the first practice that was able to take place at the new facility, which is just amazing. Did a tour of it last week. Shared a uh, short video on that if you want to go check it out. But unbelievable facility. The fans, they have shade now. They have big-ass fans above them to keep them cool. It was a packed house. You heard a lot of Duvals, some some coordinated Duvals from the fans as well. So that was cool for the fans to be able to be out there and to feed off the energy from the team and the, the team to be able to feed off the energy from the fans. I think that is something that was definitely missing in 2022 at practice. But... Um, no pads, no real contact here in the early days of training camp before they get the, the pads on. Uh, but helmets, practice jerseys, shorts, that's what you saw today. Not a day that you're going to glean a ton uh, of football knowledge from when it comes to what you see out there on the field. But the vibes are strong. There's clearly talent on this roster, more talent than there has been in a while. The camaraderie is there between all the guys that have been there now for a couple years. There's clearly competition to make this roster more so than there has been in years past quality competition there. Um, No visible injuries on day one of training camp, which is always huge. That's one of the biggest things you're going to look for um, in any practice. You just want to be able to stay healthy, and the Jaguars appeared to do that today. Um, Dewan Smoot placed on the PUP list, active PUP list. No big surprise there. Uh, Ben Barch, we already knew he was on the PUP list. Smoot dealing with the Achilles injury suffered in December. Barch with the the knee that he um, injured in week five of 2022. Both of those guys on the active PUP list. Doug Peterson before practice said they're hoping to get Ben Barch going for. Doug Peterson said before practice, they're hoping to get Ben Barch going full go a little bit later on in training camp, kind of how they had with, with James Robinson last year. Um, We've heard expectations via John Shipley, that Dewan Smoot is expected to be ready in October at some point. So probably won't be ready for the start of the regular season. But that's just a little update on those two injuries that we already knew about. Chris Claybrooks, he was there today with the football team on the practice field. Two recent arrests during the offseason. We'll see how that plays out. But as of right now, he's still part of the team. Doug Peterson mentioned that, that they take this seriously, but he is still on the team right now. We'll see what happens there. Also, Doug talked about Kalevon Chason, about the edge group. Um, he says Kalevon Chason is edge three right now for the Jaguars. So you've got Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, obviously. There's been some debate amongst fans, like who is going to be edge three. As of right now, it's Kalevon Chason's job to lose. Obviously, there's Yasir Abdullah, who the Jaguars drafted. There's Jordan Smith as well, coming off the injury, the knee injury that he suffered last year during minicamp. There's also... 
Um, a couple other guys, Deshaun Dixon, some other talent that could be competing for that that role. But right now, it's Caleb on Chason's job to lose. And going into year two in this system, I would expect Caleb on Chason to have the best year of his career. This is going to be the first time in his young career that he will have the same head coach, the same defensive coordinator in consecutive years. So we'll see how Caleb on Chason's able to uh, to play in 2023. Obviously, if I did not. Go ahead and talk about Calvin Ridley at this point. I think I'd be remiss. He's full go, and he looks fantastic. He looked fantastic through all of OTAs, minicamp, all that fun stuff. He looks incredible, though. I have not seen a receiver during my time in Jacksonville as a as someone that can go out there and cover cover practices as part of the media. I have not seen a receiver with the type of talent that Calvin Ridley has on that football field. There's been some talented receivers here. Christian Kirk is a very talented slot receiver. Evan Ingram, a really talented tight end, um, receiving tight end. You know, you've seen Allen Robinson out there before as well. I've been able to see him. Obviously, I don't go back to the Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell days, but since about 2015, 2016, Calvin Ridley is clearly the most talented receiver the Jaguars have had in this building, and it showed in a big way during his first training camp. Um, Throughout OTAs, they kind of would would have Calvin do some drills with the with the receivers, run some routes with the team, and then he'd go off to the side and do his own thing. There was none of that today. He is a full go now, and whether it was going through the receiver drills, catching passes on air from Trevor Lawrence, or once you got into seven on sevens and eleven on eleven, he was making unbelievable catches. He just moves differently as well as a route runner, as a technician with his release off the line as well. And you were able to see him make the highlight play of the day today. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and him, it looked like there might have been a slight miscommunication with the depth of where Calvin Ridley was supposed to be on the field. Trevor threw it up and um, it, it wasn't a deep pass by any means. It was a intermediate throw, but Trevor kind of launched it up there and it was a little bit high for Calvin Ridley uh, because again, I think there was a miscommunication, but Ridley was able to go up, extend for the football and come down with it, a really acrobatic toe tapping catch on the sideline. It was, it was a thing of beauty. And you've seen Calvin Ridley make highlight play after highlight play after highlight play. And you go back to his Atlanta tape, it's all there. Uh, This is a guy that I think is going to come in and be a legitimate wide receiver one for the Jaguars. Everything we have seen to this point uh, from him on the practice field, from his tape in Atlanta, from what he brings from a a professional standpoint, it's it's been lights out for Calvin Ridley. It's been awesome. And Trevor Lawrence, speaking of the quarterback that's going to be throwing the football to Calvin Ridley. He has command of this offense, has command of this football team. When you look at the numbers for him from today, he was 7 of 11 during the team portion of practice. Um, 7 on 7 and 11 on 11 there. 7 of 11 throwing the ball. Uh, the first one, ETN couldn't hang on one. that was It was a little low, but certainly a catchable ball. He, had, he was kind of going to the ground trying to bring it in. Could not hold on to it, but... Trevor was able to hit Luke Farrell short. He then tried to test Tyson Campbell, which did not go well. A bad decision, a near pick by Tyson, who made a great break on the ball. That's a guy who last year in training camp, Trevor Lawrence did not throw his way a ton. I think you're going to see that again this year. But iron sharpens iron. You're going to see Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley trying to test Tyson Campbell and vice versa. And I think that's going to make that whole group stronger there. 
Um, you saw a few short passes to Evan Ingram, which was great. The fans got really excited to see Evan Ingram back out on the field after the kind of contract situation that happened this offseason. Again, you saw Calvin Ridley go up and extend for the ball. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, You saw Trevor Lawrence able to hit Tim Jones deep, which was good. I thought Tim Jones had a really good day. Um, He had a would-be sack on Trevor Lawrence from Josh Allen. Trevor was rolling out. Josh Allen was right there. And then they continued the play on because they don't stop at this point because obviously there's no contact. Uh, Trevor threw an incomplete to Zay Zay Jones on that one. But Josh Allen would have had the sack. A couple more completed to Calvin Ridley. And uh, that's about it for what you saw from Trevor Lawrence in the team portion of practice, but he just looks like he has, like I said, command of the offense, confidence. He is the leader of this football team, and I think that's going to show throughout the rest of training camp and into the 2023 season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, they looked really good. They're ready to go. They're going to really complement, I think, what you have in Calvin Ridley really well and continue that chemistry. Zay Jones looked sharp as well. Parker Washington, someone that doesn't get all the attention in the world as a day three pick, but he looked really good moving out there, catching the ball, really reliable hands. He showed that at Penn State as well. He was able to catch some punts. He's going to definitely be a, a valuable member of the special teams unit as a backup um, to Jamal Agnew in that regard, I think. For me, he was such a steal. Like I've, I've said it on this channel. I think he should have been a late day two pick. I think he had the injury where he wasn't really able to participate in a lot of the pre-draft lead-up. And he's not a guy that has the the fastest 40-yard dash, even though he didn't run the 40, but he doesn't look like he's the speediest guy. He's not the biggest guy in terms of height and length, uh, but he is a hell of a player. And I think Parker Washington is going to stick around in Jacksonville for a long time. I mentioned Tyson Campbell playing an extremely high level. You saw Kevin Austin with a catch in seven on seven. You didn't see him let the ball hit the ground today. Obviously a good sign for the undrafted free agent in 2022. You saw Kendrick Pryor make a couple catches as well. Tank Bigsby, he showed off his hands. I think we'll see how this continues to play out. But I think Tank Bigsby has better hands than Travis Etienne. And so I wonder if at some point in the season, if Tank Bigsby will get more of a pass-catching role than Travis Etienne. They obviously also have Jamichael Hasty, who's kind of that scat back, third down back type prototype. So that might not even end up being relevant because you might just see Jamichael Hasty getting a lot of that stuff. But we'll see how that plays out. Tank Bigsby looks really good, though. And Travis Etienne, he looks great in his own right. Um, I just don't think that he has as natural of hands as Tank Bigsby. Something to keep an eye on. Josh Peterson, Doug Peterson's son, he had a couple grabs today. Uh, his first catches as a as a member of the Jaguars, one and seven on seven, one and eleven on eleven. So cool to see him out there with his dad coaching him up. I thought Tim Jones had a really strong day. Uh, we've talked about the wide receiver battle that's going to take place at the back end of this roster. Tim Jones, I still think 
Tim Jones and Parker Washington are, are five and six for me. Obviously, you've got Jamal Agnew, who's not going anywhere with his special teams ability and his ability to just be a X factor on the offensive side of the ball. And then you've got Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. I mean, I think your wide receiver room is looking pretty damn good at this point. Uh, Elijah Cooks is another one who I think has stood out as well. He didn't drop anything today. He looks just really physically imposing, really impressive. But I think Tim Jones, who has the inside track at the final roster spot at receiver, in my opinion, which I believe will be six receivers. Obviously, the Jaguars, they could keep five. They could keep seven. It's not locked in that they have to keep six. But teams usually keep six. The Jaguars kept six last year. I expect Tim Jones and Parker Washington to be five and six for them. The Jaguars offensive line, a little interesting thing that we saw here today. I think John Shipley pointed it out. They have some t-shirts that say they're the 31st ranked offensive line in the game, obviously using some off-season publications as motivation, you know, off-season rankings from whether it was PFF or wherever that came from, Um, 31st ranked offensive line. They're taking that, they're using that as motivation throughout training camp and throughout the season. And this was an offensive line that it's had certainly some changes, right? This year, you brought in Anton Harrison in the draft. Jawan Taylor's gone. Cam Robinson, he's going to be suspended the first four weeks of the season. But this was an offensive line that was widely looked at as a subpar offensive line heading into 2022. And they did a pretty good job protecting Trevor Lawrence overall. I think, again, they're underrated and they're going to use that as motivation. So I think that'll be a good thing for this group. You can't gather much of what you see from offensive line and defensive line until you can get out there and hit with the pads on. But we saw Little, Shatley, Fortner, Sheriff, and Harrison all out there together today. That should give you some indication as how things are going there. A good, good day for this football team, for this organization, getting out there on the practice field at Miller Electric Center, having the fans there. A lot of fun. The media room is Just such a massive upgrade over what was in the stadium. Really cool to be in there as well. So really fun day. Good day of practice, in my opinion. Not a day that you're going to take a ton away from. But again, the vibes are good. They're strong. The team looks talented, looks athletic. And you you were able to avoid any of the, the I word today. So really good first day for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll be back out there tomorrow for training camp day two. They have practice Friday and Saturday before break on Sunday. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content here, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. If you want to support the channel further, you can check out genjag.com slash shop. Pick up some Duval gear. Y'all have a good one. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.